It is not an expectation. I know that is where she is going to end up. I've never brought it up to her nor have I encouraged her, but she keeps up on the politics of India 7 and how each member votes. At least in this timeline, it will be her choice, and she will not have people forcing her to do so. She reminds me of Aiden. I can see her and him serving on the supervisors together. Which one is going to be the federal agent? I shook my head. I don't know. Maybe none of them. Being a doctor seems more glamorous than being a federal agent, but they both involve a problem, investigating and saving people's lives. I do it because there are bad people after them. You do it because you are solving their physical problems. I would think that being a time-traveling colonel would be glamorous too. All that power and authority. It is a lot of paperwork and meetings and people coming and going. Nothing interesting happens on this space base. Only excitement comes from what happens on India 7, or Tony and my cases, and, of course, our family. Who knew we would be having another child? I didn't know I wanted another one, but here we are. Tony entered the hospital room. No knocking. No doors chiming. He just walked in, and I found that somehow disconcerting that he could walk into my hospital room with no thought that we might be in a private discussion, or I might be undressed. He seemed to be on a mission. I sensed excitement in him, but I also worried about him and my sister Abby. They seemed happy, but how long would that last? I wondered how he could be okay with his children being raised by other people. I sensed no regret in him. I supposed that it was just me, that I didn't understand what it was like to want my career and love over my children. I would never know what that was like. Sure, Dominic came along sooner than I hoped for, but we made it work. I shook my head, bringing myself back to reality. What's up, Tony? Why are you bursting into my hospital room without signaling? General Graham sent this to me. He forwarded it to me on my Quan pad. It was the toxicity report for Aurora Asher. I studied it for a moment, then handed it to Drew. Your person died from electrocution, observed Drew, but there was something in her system that killed her. I would be checking her drinking glasses, her hairbrush, toothbrush. Maybe even her towels. It is called size, and it is only found on Romeo 8. It comes from a plant there, but in this form, it would have to be steamed before it creates this level of toxicity. She looks like she'd been poisoned for years. I need to find a copy of my mother's autopsy because she had blunt trauma to the head. I wonder if she had the same substance in her system. After all, she said they were connected. Her murder and Aurora's were connected. You had a dream with your mother in it, Tony questioned, standing at the foot of the bed. I nodded and explained, she said she was killed, and wants us to solve her murder. Apparently it is connected to Aurora Asher's, and we have to prevent more from happening. I looked up and said, Chip, could you get me Dax Karoski on the line? A few moments later, a deep, masculine voice came on the line, Alex, to what do I owe this pleasure? I want to talk about Renata Camry. Renata Camry? What about her? I need to see her autopsy report. You need to see the autopsy report on a woman who died decades ago. I believe her murder is connected to another that has happened more recently. You are asking as a federal agent? I am asking as a federal agent, and her daughter. Now are you going to give me a copy? You would have had to keep a copy of it since she was one of your agents. We have been friends for how long? And you never told me my mother was a federal agent? For the FBI? You are the daughter who was with her when she. I pounded the bed with my fist, looking from Drew to Tony and back again. 
I wasn't there. I don't know why the police believe that I was there. Dad said I was with him. And when I talked with Mama, you spoke to a dead woman? Do you speak with the dead? Do you have a hotline? Do you call them directly? I rolled my eyes. She's my guide from the other side. I see her in dreams or when I am unconscious. She is 100% accurate. And I wouldn't be so cynical about it because this is a phenomenon that has been spanning to all the law enforcement agencies. I took a deep breath and revealed. Looking at each in turn, I have been working with the scientists at the Freedom Alliance Academy to figure out this phenomenon. The theory at this moment? I returned, running my fingers through my hair. Space traveling has thinned their dimension and ours, allowing them to communicate to us. It is as good a theory as any, but this phenomenon hasn't affected the FBI. I shook my head. Maybe the ones who have it won't tell you because of your cynicism. I know for a fact there are FBI agents who experience the phenomenon. I raised my eyebrows and wondered, is it possible there was another child there? Maybe a sibling I don't remember or don't know I had. People are insistent I was there. Why don't you just time travel and see what happened? Tony interjected, running his eyes up and down me. Okay, now I know you are in need of a doctor. Time traveling and talking to the dead, Dax expressed. I rolled my eyes again. My husband, my chief medical officer, is in the hospital room I am in because I fainted, and my sister, the psychiatrist, knows about my talking to the dead and time traveling. I don't know how much you know about my family, Dax, but I am not human. My mother was not humanoid. Neither of my siblings are human. We are indigoid, a race of empaths with superpowers, and one of mine is time traveling. You all look so human, though. But we are not, on a cellular level. There is a difference between indigoids and humans. We originate from India 7, a planet that is in the sector of space near my space base. We have no proof of alien life on any. We have proof of the indigoid race and the Zeitverschiedete race that is at war with my people. Just because you have not seen the proof does not mean both do not exist. Just because you do not have proof of time travel and talking to dead loved ones in dreams does not make them any less real. There are so many things in this universe that we do not know about, phenomena that we do not know about, that does not mean those things do not exist. Just get me her autopsy report. Dax disconnected the call. I don't want her time traveling in her condition. We have no idea how the Renovatio will react to time traveling, Drew told Tony and me. I was grateful he didn't tell Tony about the baby. I didn't want anyone knowing until the fourth month. We don't know how time traveling affects anything. I agree, we don't know how time traveling would affect the Renovatio and the condition that caused me to faint. I won't time travel, but that means we have to figure out what happened to Asher and my mother without doing so. Just then my Quan pad chimed several times. I looked down to see the autopsy from Dax, then remembered the journals Johnny sent me. I looked them over before I handed the Quan pad to Drew, gesturing for him to give it to Tony. I need to contact everyone mom knew. I spoke to the comm system again. Chip, get me Jules Madrid on the line please. Alex, sweetheart, what can I do for you? Came my father's sister's voice. What can you tell me about the day my mother died? I had breakfast with her that morning, and we were supposed to run errands after her meeting. But when she never showed, I went looking for her and found her. Dad, and mom when she came to me in a dream, said I was not with her, but the police think I was. Do you know why? Did mom and dad have another child before me? Do I have a twin? 
I don't know why the police think that. No, there are no other children. No, older ones, younger ones, twins. I found her face down in the forest. Looked like blunt trauma to the head. I always felt something else happened, but the FBI refused to let me see her autopsy. I have it if you would like to see it. How did you do that? I have a friend high up at the FBI. If I knew she was a federal agent for the FBI, I could have got it sooner, but I didn't even know she was murdered until she came to me in that dream. Your dad didn't tell you she was FBI? My dad doesn't speak of my mother. He never has since she died. Lord Camry thinks she was on the outs with dad. Mom says she wasn't, but that he thought she prioritized work over her family. I don't know. I was too young to tell you. Dad says she got herself killed. Your mother was a great mother and a great agent. He didn't think she spent enough time being his wife. She was fulfilling her dreams, and he couldn't handle that. He wanted her to fulfill them while being home with him. She tried to please everyone, but nothing was good enough. I felt bad for her. She was the best friend I ever had. I missed her deeply as I am sure you do. I do, but I don't know much about her. That's the problem with him shutting down about her after she died. My siblings have no idea about Mama, except what I remember. I understand he was mad at her for leaving. I understand that, but he had three children whose sole knowledge of their mother was in the mind of the eldest who was five when she died. Then there is the whole Erica relationship. Erica? Oh, you mean the woman he was going to marry, but he didn't because Lord and Lady Camry took him to court to gain custody of you three. She was always so sweet to you three. I shook my head. No, she wasn't, and Lord and Lady Camry knew she wasn't. Dad refused to believe me. He thought I just didn't want her to replace my mother. I didn't want her to do what she did in the other timeline, which I didn't know about at that point, but in the other timeline, she pretended to be my mother. I didn't even know Renata was my mother. She raised us as humans, and eventually tried to kill me. She threatened to kill me in every timeline because she is a Zeitverschiedete. She hated me because I am a time traveler. We must be speaking of two different people. Erica was so sweet to you and your siblings. She would take you to events. She would leave us at events. I don't know where she was, but it was never with us. I would have to watch Aiden and Abby. I was their maternal influence, not her. We have to agree to disagree. Were you there? No, I was. Then she turned to Drew and started talking about their Latchetum disorder research. Quote.